Good morning. It's Michelle Silva. We are talking about the walk to end Alzheimer's. Get it on your calendar. It's coming up on September 23rd. They have a big goal and you could be a big part of it. I have Sarah Dixon, who is the development manager for the Alzheimer's Association. Sarah, you've been a busy one. Yes, I have. (laughs) Awesome to be here. Along with all your volunteers, we have Gabrielle Blake, but you're not only just a volunteer. Yes, geriatric social worker with Franklin and Kyle Elder Law. So I see firsthand every single day the effects of this illness. Yes. And, And what is it that you see that we may not see? People who have not been with an Alzheimer's patient or family experiencing that. Well, I think the first thing to know is this can be a very isolating illness. It can be lonely. And that's, Sarah, that's one of the reasons I like to volunteer is because there's a sense of community around the walk. It's a reminder that people aren't alone. And Sarah, you want as many people as possible to come out and walk. Who doesn't want to walk around the zoo? It makes it so easy and you're getting your steps in at the same time. It's so much fun and it's just a shared feeling of support and it's just a great day. And it's so family friendly. Don't forget to mention that. Oh, I mean, obviously come and bring your, your kids and your family, bring your strollers, you know, take your kids around the zoo, um, uh, along the nature trail. And just, you know, there's lots of kids activities and cornhole and crafts and face painting. And it's just going to be a great day. Oh, fun. So all different vendors be set up. What time does, uh, I say the gates open to the zoo? So we're at, Asking everyone to kind of start showing up around 8 or 8.30. Uh, everything opens about 8.30. We'll get there. Um, we have um, all these activities happening uh, for about an hour and a half. Um, and then the opening ceremony starts at 10. Uh, we'll, we'll do the Promise Garden opening ceremony. And then we'll the participants will walk the one-mile nature trail loop. Obviously, they can do it repeatedly. They can stop and look at all the wonderful animals and engage. So, you know, it's at their own leisure. Wonderful. And you mentioned all the different activities. Um, So you're going to want to plan your morning to be at the zoo. Plan your morning. Yeah, come early and really just enjoy it. Come early, you know, set that time to come in, get your team sign, uh, pick up your promise garden flower, go by the tribute wall, you know, write down who you're walking for, go by our photo booth. It's going to be a a great, uh, fun place to do that. And then I mean, obviously go to the kids' activities and, you know, take your kids over there and play some cornhole, you know, just have some fun. It's going to be over there by the otters. I mean, what a great environment to do all these wonderful things. I love the otters, but I also I loved seeing those flowers and explain the whole Promise Garden and the people carrying the different colored flowers. So the Promise Garden is the significant part of the Walton Alzheimer's event. Participants are drawn to when they come. So when you come into the zoo, the Promise Garden will be right in front of you, and you'll have the option to pick the color that's representing the journey that you're in right now, whether you are, for example, if you've been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, you would get the blue flower. The orange flower represents that you uh, support the mission and the vision of the Alzheimer's Association. The purple flower represents that you've lost someone to the disease. And then the yellow flower represents that you're a current caregiver uh, for someone dealing with Alzheimer's or other dementia. So, And you take those flowers and you write your dedication down on them and you can take them with you when you leave. And during the ceremony, you'll raise that flower. When you're walking. When when you're walking. And it's just such a powerful moment to really see everyone around you, other people that are going through the same thing that you are. And that you're not alone. Do you have any numbers or have you heard of any numbers recently of people being affected or diagnosed with Alzheimer's? 
we're in that sandwich kind of generation where, you know, we have our parents are getting older. And so we have more seniors now with the baby boomers. And so, and then now we're also, we're talking about early onset. We're seeing more of those diagnoses really come to light. And so we want to be mindful and educated and knowing that. And I think that, that those numbers will just continue to rise, but we are seeing a renewed hope with these new treatments that have recently become available through the FDA. And I think it's important to mention that the Alzheimer's Association is the leading funder of research. And that's one of the reasons I think that volunteers are drawn to the organization is because it we have to find a cure. You mentioned that it being the sixth leading cause of death. It's correct? a degenerative disease. Mm-hmm. And usually what happens is A person may be more susceptible to another illness, and it may actually amplify the effects of Mm -hmm. other illnesses like cardiac illness. And it is degenerative. People do pass away from the illness, but it is a long journey, and it can Mm -hmm. be a very hard one. Yeah. And is there a test that young people can take or younger people? There are tests, and I think the real focus at this point is much more on prevention. Mm-hmm. Um, they are doing some tests with, uh, obviously, you would have brain scans. You would look at, sometimes they're even doing things like looking at spinal fluid. But right now, the focus is on prevention, healthy lifestyle. They say that what's good for your head is good for your, good for your heart is good for your head. And mm-hmm. so good things like good diet, good exercise really can help to stave off the effects of the illness. I always heard blueberries too. They certainly don't hurt. I mean, they're delicious. We could do the prevention. We could also help with the research because we can help fund it by coming out, raising some money. We have a big goal to meet, right? Sitting at about 60% to goal. I'm expecting a big trend upwards in the next several days, but we have the whole end of the year to fundraise to hit that goal. So it doesn't stop on walk day. And I think hope is built through action. So raising funds is a really great way for everyone in the family to get involved. My daughter brought her piggy bank last year. And so it's a way, I mean, every bit of the family can take part in in that journey. When you invest in something like this, you do you feel like you're making that difference because mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not to mention that if it's not just research that or funding research, there's so many other aspects of the Alzheimer's Association. There's support out there for families that are dealing mm-hmm. with other family members or being caregivers mm-hmm. and so forth. There are tons of community resources that we have for families, um, obviously support groups and things like that. There's virtual um, options, too. There's webinar, educational webinars. There's several senior senior centers in in Knoxville that offer that support, too. So, you know, the 24-7 hotline. The 24-7 hotline. Yes. So the 24-7 hotline helpline, it's managed by master level clinicians, and they are there 24-7 to answer any um, real time questions that you have, you know, something that you're going through in the moment, or just to talk to you about local resources and how to get to those, talk to you about really anything that you're just have questions about. There is no um, bad question. If you just want to call and and get that information, that is the best way to do it. And they're available to you every day, all year long. And that number is? 1-800-272-3900. That's wonderful news because I've known of some friends who have had their family members that um, had Alzheimer's or they're going through it. And 
Sometimes they just might need to reach out and get a little help, a little advice. You want to learn how to talk to um, those that are going through the disease because you have to meet their reality. You have to talk where they are because they're not going to come back to where you are. Um, And it changes. I think that the stages as the illness progresses, you may reach a point where you're like, I don't know what to do at this point. And you can call the helpline and they can talk Mm -hmm. you through it. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just really nice to have a bended ear. Right. Exactly. And outside of the family, too, and outside of your Mm -hmm. circle. And these are experience, you said, master... Master level clinicians. Master level clinicians at the Alzheimer's Association 24-7 helpline, 1-800-272-3900. Anytime you have any questions about Alzheimer's, uh, maybe someone you're caring for and so forth. But right now, we want you to concentrate on hopefully coming out to the walk on yes. September 23rd yes. over at the zoo. And you can get all that information where? You can go to alz.org forward slash walk and just search for Knoxville. And all the information you need is right there on the Knoxville website webpage. Going to be fun. It's going to yes, be great. Yes. And then you get to stay and hang out at the zoo, too, if you want. You do. You get a free admission for the rest of the day. So come on out, bring your family and just hang out. That's going to be great. Walk to end Alzheimer's. September 23rd, Zoo Knoxville. Be there with us. Sarah Dixon, as well as Gabriel Blake. Thank you for being here. Thank, Thank you. you. Let's get our sneakers on.